Welcome to Three Dads in a Minivan. Yeah, we're starting right off the rip. We're just we're going in hard. Kev's pissed. Kev, first of all, you didn't get the memo. It's uh, No Shirt Thursday. You gotta take uh, it out. Why? Why yeah, is that? So we found out that Ed uh, actually went for a jog today, and uh, he came right in from his jog. So uh, to celebrate Ed's um, quest for healthy lifestyle and, and to find uh, my neck it's the quest to find my neck again that's what we're right. doing Ooh. that's really what it is so in in a solidarity of solidarity of our brother i felt it was fitting that we uh took our shirt off and did the show today look he's actually got traps you see that right there like it's like old dunedin football eddie coming out <laughs> just a little bit you can see kind of a little divot over here and here where we're starting to see some form back in the neck yes. because ed is right the neck has disappeared over the years like it's been points to certain pictures i can recall where it just was one solid piece of skin and flesh it literally goes from cheek down to like chest there was nothing there so that's why we're doing no no shirt thursday nobody can see us though yeah i know uh it's just again in solidarity <laughs> okay solidarity. Uh, i guess i'll uh, i mean okay pre- i mean it's for ed man ed's trying to be i, I appreciate i'm trying fit. i'm trying yeah here. all Yay, right so there we go this is for our wives we probably should take a screenshot of this at least right and send this to our wives because you know they're gonna go why are the boys naked hold on i gotta take a picture of this <laughs> And we'll send it to the ladies. But anyways, uh, welcome back to Three Dads in a Minivan. Uh, we haven't been on the air for quite, uh, quite. Hold on, guys. I got to get the camera out of the shot. There we go. All right, boys. Let's see the traps. Everybody flex some traps. Flex. <laughs> All right. So we'll send that. That'll be our promo shot. I think I can get that uh, hemmed up. But anyways, well, uh, we I, haven't you know, been on that. Yeah, I was why thinking, haven't we been though, on, Ed? Let's tell them why we haven't been on. Yeah, well, we haven't been on. Where you been, Ed? We've been busy. We've been busy. Went on a little we, vacation. Went yeah. on a little vacation down to the Keys. We as in your family. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, not my not family. like we as in the three of us. No, well, you guys could have recorded without me. Uh, yeah, we probably could have, but you're the one that records it and kind of chops everything up for us, so it's it wouldn't have been the same, man. So yeah, that would have been too much work for us. <laughs> yeah, can't sure. do that. Can't do that. No, it's too. We much, had a good time so. down in the Keys, though, and uh, you know, and now we're actually we got another vacation. You know, I I, I tell you guys how I'm doing my vacations this year. I actually switched it up. So last year we did like a long, almost three week vacation where we went to California, we went to Hawaii, we did a whole bunch of different stuff, and actually we're planning on trying to do like a Disney cruise next year. Um, but this year I switched it up and I was like, you know what? Let me break up on my vacation instead of doing like one long one or a couple of long ones. I'm doing a bunch of short ones. So like in, in March, yeah. we just went over to uh, Orlando for a couple of days. That's whatever. That is what it is. Yeah. We just did the keys. Now in two weeks, we're going to Las Vegas for Flossing. a few days. And we're going Flossing to see Vegas. Br- yeah, we're going to go see Bruno Mars live in concert. So I'm excited about that. Is it in the dome? The new dome? It's in the uh, Kodak Center or something like that. Yeah, that's not the same. That's the new okay. globe. The new yeah, globe. It's not. I don't think it's on a globe. So, so just a little bunch of little mini vacations. So, so uh, are you pre precursoring this with like you're not going to be recording for like weeks at a time? Is that no, no, no. I'm not. I'm going to be recording. In fact, I'm thinking like maybe let's see. What's, you're gonna um, you're gonna bring your mic to DC into Vegas? Not doing that. I was gonna okay, bring it to the so. keys. I told you guys I was gonna bring the keys. You told me not to worry about it. Yeah, um, I'm thinking maybe like in two weeks we do like two episodes in one week, and that way we'll have, we'll be doubled up and it'll carry us over. What do you think? All right, that's good. I'm good with that as long as I'm around because I too am leaving town for another uh, hosting event for the NCAA for the Women's Lacrosse Championships up in Carolinas. 
going to be going up there for uh, Memorial Day weekend and uh, doing some work since our Tampa Bay Lightning season is over, which Kev, sucks. Uh, it sucks. Kev, you got five seconds without going on your phone or Googling. If you can name one NCAA female lacrosse player, I'll pay your mortgage this month. Go there is none. There, I, don't dude, need, I don't need five seconds. Ed, give me, name me right <laughs> no. now. Hold on. Let's the go basketball guy. Name me one college basketball player right now in the top 10. Go. From exactly. The, you from can't. What? You can't. NCAA? Men's, NCAA men's basketball. You can't. So why are you going to ask Kevin to name a women's lacrosse player Zach that's for the NCAA? No, it's too late. Dude, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a national championship game. So it's not about that. I can tell you I'm right just, now, I'm, Maryland and North Carolina have won the, the, like the most championships. And being from Maryland, lacrosse is big up north, dude. Johns Hopkins, Maryland, North Carolina, Virginia uh boston like it's huge up north it's just not it's now starting to make its way down here to florida which is cool because usf women's lacrosse starts i think next season uh yeah there there is lacrosse down here for for youth now which is yeah it's growing i i would have uh i would have probably played lacrosse you look like you would have played lacrosse dude well it's like a a combination of i would say like baseball football and soccer like all rugby and rugby yeah and rugby it's a it, like, gets, it gets violent out there, dude. Well, you hit, but you also need the hand-eye coordination like you do in baseball because you're, you know, you're using your stick and the net and the ball, you know, but you hit each other. Yeah. But then I think it's also run very soccer to soccer. Yeah. It, it looks like a cool sport, but again, growing up in Florida, lacrosse. It wasn't huge. What, yeah. what is that? Wasn't that the shirt with the little alligator? Right. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I would have played <laughs> it though. Lacrosse. I agree with you. I think it'd be a fun sport. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like yeah. growing up here, that's it was yeah. But like, up north, what is what yeah. is this? But it's up it, north to me. It's a pretty cool sport. Yeah, up north, it's huge. I mean, coming from Maryland, growing up in Maryland, it was a very big deal. So you know, speaking of sports, we're not going to make this whole podcast of sports because we like to cater to everybody here. But uh, I'm going to give Kev props because Kev, you better close the door on the bandwagon for Rays fans because they're going to be coming and they're going to be coming to plenty. Hey, let them join. Kev has been a diehard Rays fan, I know, for years. Yeah, but let them join, dude. Ah, let them join. I would be no. pissed. Let them join. First of all, I'll they're here. This. They're here. They just only come out when we win. That's the thing. They're it, around. It, here's the problem, and I tell everybody this when it comes to like Rays and, and, and this area and then people, especially ESPN or people that have no clue – shit on the uh stadium when they've never even been there but because they're on espn that's all espn talks about is how awful tropicana field is and uh, so that being said it's i welcome everybody yeah. to yeah. come in and become a race fan because sure. when you have people that still live here that have never been to yankee stadium but rock the yeah. the Yankees hat, yeah, because they are the Yankees. Or you know, another thing that we have to deal with here is, you know, there's 30 minutes from Tropicana Field, you have Legends Field, which is the Tampa Yankees minor league system. Dunedin, you have the Blue Jays Dunedin system. The Threshers, you have all that. So when you have all these things, and that's not even talking down south or in Lakeland, there's so many minor league affiliates around. Tropicana field that not many other major league baseball uh, organizations have to deal with. So we're sharing our fan base with not only a bunch of different minor league teams, you're sharing a fan base of those minor league teams that are affiliated with major league teams. Sure. So 
that that's the problem we have here. So moving I, to Tampa, I welcome, Ooh. I welcome the wan the the bandwagoners because maybe they'll finally turn in those other teams and say, hey, this is a good team, and the trop isn't that awful. And it's, not, it's really not. So I mean, Kevin, let me ask. Let me ask you because your nickname is the Berg Boozer, grow, raised and grown in in St. Petersburg. Shout to the Gibbs. Where the Rays play? Did you hear what Greg said? Move him to Tampa. What's your? Yeah, I heard it. That's why I didn't even ignore. I, I didn't yeah. even nah, he's wrong. And this is why. I, I think Everybody, Tampa. Nah, I think Tampa is a better move for them. It is, I, I and here's it. why. And I'm going to go on the opposite people side. People in Kevin. Tampa are snotty, and they don't want to drive over to St. Pete. That's part of it, right? But no, <laughs> you have to look at the demographic, right? Because where the ballpark is located in St. Petersburg, if you look to the west of St. Pete, there is nothing but water, right? So when you talk about population and people getting to the game, which you know it's really not that big of a deal, it's just laziness. But at the same time, let's just say they plop that stadium right in either Ebor City over at the fairgrounds, wherever, doesn't matter. You're now going to pull from the populations of other markets that definitely were not going down to St. Pete, especially on a school night like Lutes, Lando Lakes, uh, Wesley Chapel, Lakeland, Plant City, like Orlando. all of those. Orlando, because it's a shot down I-4, and now that they've sped up the game with the pitch clock, and it's literally you're at the ballpark for two, a little more than two hours, not more than a lightning game, probably less time than a football game. So they've sped up the game to where there is no more excuse about how late you're going to get home on a school night when you're going to get home probably by 10 p.m., no matter where you live in the Bay Area, as long as you're within a driving distance. So I feel like moving it to Tampa, making the stadium a smaller capacity where the max is 40000 or whatever so it becomes the supply and demand when you have a team like they're playing now where it's like you have limited seating if this tickets tickets are sold the tickets are sold but i think because of population and the location it would drive more people to come to more games because it would be more convenient if people are like oh you're not going to drive over the bridge well then that's what it is so let's just use that as the excuse to move them over to say okay now it's in tampa what's your excuse now there's no excuse at this point we moved it this is what it is it's more convenient for everybody to get to shut up and let's go race so so we're gonna run a test to just see yep like oh let's move it over there just to yep. see now 100%. there's no more excuses. it's not the st petersburg race it's the tampa bay race right Correct. so okay well there you go moving I, to tampa I, bay where the rays actually are in tampa you know, bay i well, i also tampa agree. bay technically is a body of water that's surrounded is, by two different right it's counties. actually tampa right the bay is actually Right in the middle. I of also the agree. I have to agree with Greg on this one. I just think, for placement purposes, I just Correct. think it makes more sense. Now, Correct. now, do I think there's anything wrong with the trop? I actually no. don't. I just went no. and saw a game there last it's year. Old. I want to go right. this year. It I'm is go old. This year, but it reminds me like when you're walking in the corridors down below. It reminds me of an old high school gym, and it's the. It, I get it. That's the aesthetics. That's what the way. The, but as far as the the game itself and being in an air conditioned environment where we live in Florida and it's becoming summertime and humid, you thank God for places like the Trop to where you can enjoy yourself and not be destroyed by the heat and the sun and the sweat. It's like. Could actually, you imagine a watching a Rays game outside in July? <laughs> No, or August. Like, are you, no, no. So shut up. Paul ballpark's not that bad. The food and, and the uh, experience for kids and the touch tank and the gaming areas, like they've done everything they can do to make it more engaging for families and for kids and to to do more than just the baseball games. So 
if you haven't been like Kev said, shut up. You're you're making assessments and you're you're judging on something you know absolutely nothing about until you've gone and experienced it and walked around the entire stadium. Just don't stay in your section. Walk yeah. around everything and check everything out. That's my two cents. But well, I'm, planning, I'm, I'm, planning, I'm looking for a day game here. My son gets out of school soon. My daughter will be out of school. I'm looking to see if I can go to a day game here in a few weeks. I, I'd really like to go. So, because well, you know, weekends are tough no. for me and nights are tough. So, yeah, but the ticket prices are affordable, parking's cheap, and food is also somewhat affordable. I mean, they've got some, uh, you know. So, Kev, one more well, question. They're, I, I they're so hot you. now that they're taking off the tarp on the upper level. Are they That's really? how many tickets are nice. being sold now. Nice. So, you put the product out there. And people will show up. I don't sure. care if it's in Tampa. I don't care if it's in uh, St. Pete or Orlando. If you put a good product out there and, you know, people will it's come. Fun, I mean, right? you, you've seen it with the lightning. You've seen it. You, you've seen the fluctuation with, with bucks. Right. Right. So it's it's not about the city. It's, it's the about product. the team. Right. Put the product there and people will come. Yeah. Now, I will say you put it over in Tampa where you're talking about, you're going to have nightmare traffic. Well, that would also be a part of it is the infrastructure so that's of getting fun. it in and out. Yeah, well, so, if you put it over by the fairgrounds, go Tampa. if you put it over by the fairgrounds, it wouldn't, especially when you have a walkway to the casino and you have a concert uh, facility right there. I mean, it would be a walkway the, if, over I-4. Yeah, there is a walkway. Yeah, you put a walkway over I-4. Yep, that would go directly from the casino. That's to. Scary. I can't believe they haven't done that now. They no, should. like it's a, it would be like an enclosed walkway, and it wouldn't be just like something you could jump off of. It would be uh, like an enclosed glass structure. You like would walk from the casino over to either the fairgrounds or to the amphitheater and or to a ballpark. And I mean, the casino would be able to have sports. But I mean, imagine that connection right there. That whole thing could become its own entertainment district right there. And the infrastructure would be easy to build into I four and that whole corridor to get you in and out quickly. So, I just think again. Location does mean something. I don't think the trap is a bad spot. I just think that it's the victim of that that particular location. But they're talking about redeveloping it all, that whole entire area, and that would be cool too. So I guess we'll just we'll have to wait and see what happens. One more quick question. I want to throw Kev's way, and then uh, we're going to pivot away from sports. So if you're tired of hearing about sports, you could just hit that thirty second skip forward button right now. But Kev, what's your thoughts on the like that they, they sped the game up? Do you agree with that? Are you a traditionalist? I actually like it. It's yeah. nice, dude. I went to the Braves game the other day and I was like, wow, we're already in the sixth inning. Like quick, like it, it's changed the game, right? Kev, like, I feel like the pitchers do not have enough time to scratch their balls and fix their hat <laughs> and adjust their Jersey and tuck on their chain, which has been the a, a huge re reason why it's taken so long. Now they don't have as much time, so their pitches are being sped up, which I think may attribute to why the Rays are absolutely destroying it this year. Not only do they have a great pitch, uh, a new batting coach guy who's done amazing things for these guys, but it makes a pitcher speed up, right? So, like, they're, they don't have enough time to get as reset as they may have in the past, and I feel like that is a reason why it's sped up and there's more offense this year. It's I'm pretty fun. sure you just bogarted my question. There you go. Um, <laughs> But sorry, I had to cut him off. We already know the answer. <laughs> no, I, I am. I am traditionally a traditionalist. But when you can make changes and adapt to make the game better um, and more exciting without really taking away the essence of the game, I'm all about it. Like yeah. even even them making the bases bigger has allowed for people to steal bases more, which is right. more exciting in a game. Right. Um, and, and, and in the society we live now, people can't focus for two seconds 
Right. And you want to do one of the slowest sports, one of the best sports, but one of the slowest sports, because there can be a lot of standing around. And like, you know, Greg, what you said with the pitch count is some of those at bats could be super long. You got a guy that gets out of the box every single time to readjust his batting gloves. Right. Right. We know, you know, baseball players are very superstitious. So it's like they got to go through their whole routine every time. You don't have time for that anymore. It's like, let's go, let's play yep. ball. Yep. And I think it's um I, I think it's helped the game a lot. And I think you're gonna find even more young kids to be like gravitate towards it because now they can go and enjoy it because the game is just constantly going. And that's kind of the speed that the youth is is used to now is this constant kind of, you know, rat race that we're in. And um, so I, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's great for the sport. They've adapted and evolved. And it was, I think, a really great decision for MLB. You know what's funny, though, Greg? You said it best is what when uh, you answered the question because last night we were at Chili's and I looked up on the – Of course the, you were. The, of course I was. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the Rays game on. And uh, – the Rays game was starting, and I I saw it. I saw the Rays game start. And I was watching it for a second, and then I like I started talking to Hazen and the kids, and I was eating. I swear to God, I felt like I took two bites of my burger and a few fries. I looked up; it was like bottom of the second. I'm like, I even said to Hazen, "I go, holy shit!" And she goes, right. "What?" I said, "The Rays game's in the second inning already." And she goes, "What?" <laughs> like she didn't know what's going <laughs> the, on. Right? The, exactly. Dave Dave shaved down. I believe Greg, you might. Uh, you know this to the exact, but I believe they've shaved down about 30 minutes. They've yeah, gotten the yeah. average game down to about two and a half hours. Yeah, which... the one the one that uh, a buddy of mine went to one of the Rays games this year, they were in from first pitch to the game wrap was two hours and two minutes. Wow. That's that's major. You're, that's you're talking like... that's almost a, a, that's almost an hour. Because I've been to games where it's three hours. Now, obviously, if you go into extra innings and things like that. Different, but right. You're just, even though, you know, two and a half hours is still a good amount of time. It's just, it's moving. Right. And that's the thing. Like, the, the game is moving. Right. So that particular game may have been Shane McClanahan was on the mound. If you get a great pitcher, one, two, three, you're done. One, two, three, you're done. done. He bounced him, dude. Now the inning's over. You're like, what, what? And then the same thing with the other side. You have a great pitcher sure. on the other side. One, two, three, done. Like you just said, the inning's over in six pitches and it's over. And now you're, next thing you know, like you said, it's the sixth inning. And like, dude, we've been here an hour and we're halfway through the game already. So I haven't even finished my beer. Right. right. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. And that's the other thing. The beer, the <laughs> concessions that we're now complaining, saying because the game is sped up so quickly, we are losing beer sales now. So they extended to the eighth inning where normally they would cut it. Oh, I didn't know that. In- yeah, they were cutting it at the seventh inning stretch. That's it. We're done. Now they're like, no, because it's going too quickly. We need to continue to sell beer at least through the eighth inning. So they've a lot of them have adopted their or adapted their policies because they were losing concessions because the game is speeding up so quickly. And, Crazy. And, and I'll say one more thing before we move on from the race thing, but also, you know, kudos to them for figuring out a way to do a $10 like ticket deal. Yeah. Um, which you're talking, if you're a family of four, like me, it's 40 bucks and right. you're in there. Right. Everybody's got a ticket now, you know, obviously Food and all that everything different. else adds up, but just to get <laughs> yeah. there, you know, it's a $10 ticket, man, to yeah. go and, and, and sit in good seats and enjoy a game. Like he's right. I would say for a family of four, if you're if you've got little kids like Kev who don't eat a whole lot, right? You can still 
have a beer, get some food for the kids and get into the game and park. And for about a hundred bucks, you can make it work for about a hundred bucks. And that's, and that's not pretty, bad. That's, that's not, bad. not bad for a family of four in this day and age to go experience a live uh, sporting event at an arena. That's pretty awesome. At a so ballpark. kudos to them all the way around and they're kicking ass this season. So go raise happy fan. Well, well, now I need both of your advice on something. We're going to switch gears here. I need both of your advice on something. So um, recently, <clears throat> Excuse me. You're right there, buddy. Jeez. Oh, he's, he's nervous to talk about it. Oh, no, I haven't had red. a Diet Coke yet. Oh, geez. Of course not. That's the post. Uh, that's the post race. <laughs> Look at Cam's face. He's like, what? You're coughing up phlegm. And then you say, you know, I haven't, you know, the more. The, it's a true story. Say, most people would say, oh, I haven't water. had water yet. Nope. No, I haven't had a Diet Coke to calm all the stuff down. It. Listen, I've had this conversation with several people before. When I was on the morning show, Orlando used to get so freaking pissed because in the morning, it's even worse. Like when I first wake up and I'd be having to read like beat the freaks questions and things like that. And my voice, <clears throat> I'd be like, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just, <clears throat> you know, go get water. You know, like he would get so mad. He's and, like, I can't, I need a Diet Coke. And I would, I would say, no, it's not water. Water makes it worse. I know it sounds crazy, but water makes it worse. So uh, I've learned over the years that a Diet Coke actually helps me out. And I think what it is, I think it's the bubbles. In fact, I had to get some root canal work done recently. And they know now, this is so funny that they know this. They know he the, the what is it called? The, I can't think of the name of a specialist, but the orthodontist. He's not an orthodontist, but whatever his name is. Uh, whatever he does. The, guy, the root canal doctor. They actually have the little, dentist. No, it's not it's dentist. dentist. It no, it's a dentist. not. The it dentist. A specialist. <laughs> anyway, it's a specialist. So they have little cans. I'm not bullshitting you guys. Next time I go, I'll take a picture. They have little cans of Diet Coke in his fridge for me when I go. So literally, they'll put me back and they'll start like numbing me and everything like that. And if I didn't take my acid reflux medicine and drink a Diet Coke, I'll be like, <clears throat> <clears throat> and obviously he needs to get my mouth to do the work. So she'll be like, there was his assistant will be like, she's Spanish. She'll be like, do you want me to go get your Diet Coke? And I'm like, yes, please. So they'll go give me the Diet Coke while my mouth is getting numb. I'll drink the Diet Coke. Dude, real quick. I, I can see, I can see him with like a funnel, right? Like <laughs> just, just pouring a funnel it in. open up. Oh, Diet Coke Gargo, for Ed. Mr. Ed Gargo, please. <laughs> Here comes some more Diet Coke, Mr. Oh Ed. my <laughs> gosh, dude. And the worst was one time my mouth was all like super duper numb. And they gave me the Diet Coke because I couldn't keep my throat open. And like, you ever, you ever tried drinking when your freaking mouth is numb? Like, right. the, like it's like falling it out of the fucking out. side of my mouth and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm taking the little bib that they have on me and I'm like wiping it. Like, <laughs> I can't even feel my lips. Oh my oh, God. It was so God. funny that, that. <laughs> that's what but that's what does that's it that's we great. should get an endorsement from diet coke now i don't even know if i have time to tell my story i don't think we have time yes we go do. for it go for eight it. minutes dude all right go real for quick it. i'll try and make it quick so i recently went on amazon and i purchased a whiteboard some dry erase markers and an eraser for my garage okay. reason yeah. being is i saw that's the best way to do it I, for the first time in my life, have to teach my child about the birds and the bees. So I have to teach little Eddie <laughs> about the birds and the bees. What's so with the whiteboard? I didn't have to do it with Abby. Obviously, Hazel took care of it. So now this is like this. She's like, this is your go around. He's a boy. So oh, uh, time out. Time yeah, out. Please. Are okay. you doing a Pictionary lesson? Like. 
Like, what why do you need the to... whiteboard, the eraser, and the marker? It's like, why was that the tee up? Like, because... I had to go to Wall I Amazon well, to buy the whiteboard. He's a visual I... learner. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Where is this going? At? <laughs> I googled I mean, it. You might I googled take... it. It said that when you know one of the big best methods to explain to the child is they said use you can use physical objects, and I just <laughs> like I don't. I would feel creepy like, if, and I know it's my son, and I'm teaching him this and that. I would feel creepy like holding up like. And objects and be like, and this sticks in here, and this <laughs> you want to push it as close as you can and jam it and jig it, and this and that. So I figure if I could show him. I know you guys can't see, but I just showed some some really like graphic stuff on the screens to the guys. Um, but I figure if I can draw it out, right? Like explain, like, and this goes here with arrows and and words, and I can explain. Can, okay, this yeah, is her, on. this is her uvula and things like that. You know what I mean? Can All right, please, I, I, can you please set like up a, a coach. camera and record, and record this Pictionary demonstration to your son, please, for our audience? Please here, here, on. here's your opportunity. This is your trial run. <laughs> okay, Greg and I are little oh, I, Eddie. Oh no, I don't know you. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yes. No, Go, where's just your freestyle? Yeah, yeah just, freestyle. Just, just grab freestyle. a piece of paper and we'll, a pencil, please. We'll Ed, tell we you. <laughs> we have you know to what? see. This is gonna go left. I haven't even we, practiced this yet. Oh well, then then this, this is, is a perfect. good time. This no better perfect. time than now. So let's no, get not. a piece of paper and a pencil or a marker, and pretend that's your whiteboard. I know there's one on your desk. You have markers and stuff behind you. Yeah, and if demonstrate. Not, if not, and, just tell us what you're gonna say to him. Yeah, I just just walk. Let's walk through. Pretend Kevin. Yeah, Kev, you be little Eddie, and I'm just gonna sit over here and give facial expressions based upon. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, so All right. here we go. So <clears throat> I guess what I would explain is, uh, yeah, hey, I'm Dad. drawing. I'm drawing, so you guys know. Just so you know yeah. what the silence is if you're listening to the podcast. Okay. So a man. A man has what I like to call a long heart by his legs. So that is what I would call like it's his long heart. Um, so he loves, and then what we want to do is we want to we want to finish the so heart. daddy, daddy, this thing, this thing loves people. Yes, yes, this thing loves people. And I want you to look at I the love picture. a lot of people, Daddy. I want you to look at the picture that I've drawn for you. If you see between your legs, it's your heart. It's another heart that you have. And um, girls in particular, and I will draw a girl to give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, they have what we like to call um, the little basket. So right so there. My her, heart goes in her basket. Your heart, your, your heart goes inside of her basket. And then what she can do is she do can. I, do I keep it in there? No. Well, you, you go back and forth. You have lots of hearts to give her. And what she can do is she can actually close down and clamp on your love to. <laughs> Why would know. she do that? I practice yet. What? Why would she clamp on my love? Because she, she, wa she wants more of it. She wants, she wants more of your. In fact, if she says, you know, don't stop. That means she's enjoying your love. So you want it. 
keep but the other thing you want to make sure you do okay this is the other thing i have to i have to make sure we, we're very clear on this oh man you do understand about your love and giving your love and giving your putting your hearts in the woman's basket right kind of like the easter bunny does you know he puts chocolate in people's baskets we're gonna we're gonna be like the heart bunny but we're gonna put can hearts. i put a chocolate in the basket daddy <laughs> no you can't so that's the other thing we want to do is on our hearts you want to make sure you conceal your heart right because what happens is if your heart is not concealed you will have lots of little hearts. So we want to do this right here. We want to do a big circle right there, like a bang, boom, right? And we just want to cover up our heart. And that way, when you're giving her your heart, she's still going to feel all the love you're giving her. She's Her basket's going to get full. She's going to enjoy it. But you're going to be able to take your hearts back with you. You won't just leave them in the basket. And that's important for you to know because... There's other so women I'm out there that really you might want to give her then daddy. Cause I'm not giving her my heart. You are giving your heart, but you're taking it back. <laughs> Does that make sense? Why, why am I taking I it back? Kevin, though, I don't know. Kevin, I don't know. I haven't practiced this shit yet. This is why I'm stressed. This is why I came on the podcast to talk to you, both you assholes about it. Yeah. And instead you put me in the middle of it. I have not practiced this shit. All I got was the cork board or the dry erase board. I got the erasers. I got the markers. I'm ready to go. Give me a couple of weeks to draw this thing up, and I will have a good way of explaining it. That was off well, the cuff. I thought I did pretty damn good. You're welcome. Uh, well, listen, I think this was a good trial run. I don't think you. the delivery was very – I mean, let's not, let's forget the hearts and the baskets and leaving them in and, and in and out. Yeah. And, you know. That was fucking What grade hilarious. is he going into? Oh. He's going to be in seventh. He probably already learned some shit already. I just don't know what he knows. Uh, yeah, and I, I think he might be why laughing. You, why don't you start off with, hey, Eddie, what do you what know do you about know? sex? That's weird. <laughs> I think Kev's right on this one. And I think you you certainly you got to sit him down, not like Clark Griswold style and have a beer with him, but sit him down in the garage, you know, help start whittling some wood and just say, hey, son. Whittle Eddie. wood? Yeah, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Just whittle some wood and just say, Eddie. What do you know about sex, son? And then just see what he says. Just see what he says because he might surprise you. Like Kev said, he might go, Well, dad, I know, you know, I stick my thing in her thing. And then nine months later, a baby comes out. All right. Well, that's pretty close, you know? Or, I mean, or how shocking would it be if you asked him, Hey, what do you know about sex? And he says, Well, you put this little heart in her basket. <laughs> Then I'm returning back my I'm returning back my whiteboard to Amazon. I don't even need that thing. And then you say, "I love you, son." That's great. Nothing right. else to talk about here. That was the mic drop moment <laughs> here just, on our and episode. And I just saved yeah. money at Amazon because you can always it. return that shit. There you go. Three dads in a minivan. We got to wrap it up, uh, <laughs> but that was hilarious. That's how we ended here. Thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we will be back next week with another episode and maybe a story about what transponded with the conversation with Ed. Ooh. And the birds and the bees. <laughs> I can't wait week. for that. Three dads in a minivan. Sign it off. Hey! Three dads in a minivan.